This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Today's episode will specifically be about uh, business vehicles. And we're going to cover three different areas of business vehicles and advice I would give to people related to those. We're going to talk about, first, if you qualify for the deduction. Second, how to calculate the amount of the deduction. And then third, if you should get a loan for the vehicle or if you should just buy it with cash. We'll talk about pros and cons of each of those as well. Uh, So first, if you qualify for the deduction, you need to be using a vehicle in your business to qualify for the deduction. It's got to be a business use vehicle. So say if you're a uh, you're a con- you're a construction company and you need a new truck to tow trailers around or need a truck to haul materials. If you're using it in your business, you qualify for a deduction um, or you should qualify for a deduction. And remember, just by just the fact of buying a vehicle through your business, buying it in the name of the business, that's not what qualifies you for the deduction. Remember to qualify for a deduction. It's your use of it and your intended use, your intention of that equipment or vehicle or whatever it is, is that intention and the actual use that qualifies for you for the deduction. So sometimes you'll hear us talk about like getting a percentage of the total as a deduction. So say if you're a, say you're a real estate agent and for 50% of the time you're using your vehicle to go show people houses or to go look to, to look at houses or to you're driving clients around, like you're using it in the business. If that's a 50% business use, you'd be able to write off 50% of your vehicle and because maybe the other 50% of the time you're driving your kids around or you're, you're using your vehicle for personal purposes. So if you're at 50-50, we'd likely recommend to write off just 50% of your vehicle. And we'll talk about the amount of the deduction in a minute. But if you're, say, if you're using your vehicle 80 or 90 or 100% for business and you have very, a very small amount of personal use for that, then we'd say, well, let's write off the whole vehicle because the purpose of that vehicle is for the business. Um, if you if you bought a vehicle and say you work from home, you have no reason to, to have a vehicle or no need, there's no necessity of your business, like by your business to have the vehicle, you might not qualify for a business vehicle deduction. So just make sure you are in a business that needs a vehicle. But even, even if you do work from home or you work remotely, there could be reasons where you might need to go travel and meet clients. At least initially, you might need to go pick up supplies or materials. Say you're, you're doing e-commerce and shipping things. You would likely still need a vehicle to get stuff for yourself places. So just make sure you're understanding like the quali- qualifying for the deduction isn't that you buy it in the name of the business. It's how you're using the vehicle and what the intended use of it is. So then we get to the amount of the deduction. And in prior episodes, I've talked about the weight of the vehicle and how the weight of the vehicle plays into the amount of your deduction in that year. So that that weight, the limit is 6,000 pounds. And if you have a vehicle over 6,000 pounds, there are less restrictions on how much you can deduct. So if you're over 6,000 pounds, you bought a $50,000 truck or SUV and your, your business use meets those, say you're using it 100% for the business, you're going to get a $50,000 deduction. If your vehicle is less than 6,000 pounds, the amount of that deduction, I'm normally telling people, it's about $20,000 in the first year. I I believe it's exactly 18,100 is the amount of the accelerated depreciation we can use. And then 
we can start doing the regular depreciation, which takes it, it's depreciated over five years. So say on a $50,000 vehicle, uh, like a lighter than 6,000 pound vehicle, year one deduction would be about 18,000 for the accelerated portion. And then we'd take the remaining, like say it was $50,000. It's about $30,000 still, 32 that we haven't written off yet. We take that 32,000 divided over five years and we can write that off over a five-year period. So that's the amount of the deduction. And don't forget, you're writing off fuel and insurance, repairs, maintenance, tires, all that other stuff as well. I was just talking about the depreciation initially. So then this third piece I want to talk about is if you should buy your vehicle, vehicle with cash or if you should get a loan on it. When interest rates are low or relatively low, I actually really like getting loans for vehicles. And I recommend that to people to get loans on it. That's how you can leverage the bank's money to free up some of your cash to put it somewhere else. And say you needed two vehicles, say you have $50,000 of cash and your, your thought process is, should I buy a vehicle, say a truck with $50,000, or should I put $5,000 down and have $45,000 of available cash? So you'd put $5,000 down and have a $45,000 loan on that truck, and then you'd have $45,000 of cash freed up to say, get into other investments for a down payment on another vehicle, I'd hire employees, software, equipment, whatever else you need, you'd have that cash freed up. Your deduction, kind of jumping back to the amount of the deduction, your deduction does not change whether you pay, uh, pay it with cash, pay for a vehicle with cash, or you get a loan on it. Whatever the purchase price of that vehicle, that's how that's where the deduction amount is calculated based on the purchase price. It's not based on how much cash you put down. So in those two examples I gave, one, if you bought a $50,000 vehicle with cash and it's over 6,000 pounds, you're going to get a $50,000 deduction. The second one, if you had a $45,000 loan and you put down $5,000 of cash, you still bought a $50,000 truck, you're going to get a $50,000 deduction. So whether it's paid with cash, completely upfront paid with cash, or you get a loan on it, you're going to get the same deduction either way. So then after that point, the one with the loan, you're going to be able to write off the interest. The interest expense will be deductible, but the principal payments buying down or paying down the loan into the future, that's not another deduction because you already got the deduction up front from depreciation. It's just the loan after that point. And then both of those vehicles, of course, you're still going to have the fuel, you're going to have insurance, repairs, gas, all that stuff will still be a deduction, whether you got a loan on it or not. So just remember for business vehicles, make sure you qualify for it and its intended use is for the business and you're actually using it in the business. If it's a small amount of personal use, probably come up with a percentage based on how much you use it. Uh, the amount of the deduction, of course, it's part of it is based on the vehicle or like the weight. If it's over 6,000 pounds, it frees up all of the purchase price as a deduction in the year that you buy it. If it's less than 6,000 pounds, you've got to take it over some time. And then just don't forget all those other costs, the maintenance repairs, et cetera, on it. And then the last piece we covered was if you get a loan or you pay for something with cash, the deduction is the same either way. That is really the, that's the definition of leverage. You're using the bank's money to get yourself a deduction and to grow your business. That's it for today, but please feel free to reach out if you have any questions. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.